0: Nah, I can rap without, bro I'm only first gear or steel way and heavy
1: This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. Now, put your hands together
0: for the
1: Shiznit. Welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. I am your host, Dino Red. And as you know, I do not do this show by myself. I have with me my ride or die not dies today <laughs> you recording <laughs> I, am, I am recording oh wow okay uh dejan monique is out today oh. she is um yeah she she's sick or she's playing sick she caught in sick and...
3: Whoa! it's no. not the same no <laughs> it's not the same
1: shout out to uh shout out to dejan no, no seriously though baby girl hope you uh feel better i hope um that is not real serious So um, get back here. We'll see you next week. Send you positive thoughts, love. That's right. Until then, we'll hold it down for you. I got my man, the the legend, Mr. Pip Lilly. Yo, what up? What up, Jim? What's up, bro? Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad to be here. I am so glad to be here. Me too. I look forward to, to doing the show again. There was a short time where I wasn't looking forward to it, but I have been rejuvenated. Well, you know the
3: world needs to know what we think about shit.
1: Yes, they do. <laughs> they most certainly
3: do. We got lots of opinions. Burning question. Like, <laughs> I wonder what Dino and Pip is thinking about shit. Right.
1: Well, right? we're gonna tell you today. We're gonna tell you. That's right. <laughs> oh man. So I wonder. If, I wonder if Dejan got this thing that's going around. It's kind of a. It's kind of like flu season or something. Yeah. Because I yeah. feel like most of my my baby, my daughter, she's sick. My dad's sick, mm-hmm. and. Usually when my baby gets sick, I get sick. Right. Or at least like, but it's weird though. When my, like my wife or my baby or when, whenever anybody is in the house gets sick, get sick and then I get sick. Normally, like I don't get as sick as they do. Like I'm like the woman and the man in the house. Because <laughs> you know how the women are like the strong ones it's and they're true. the ones who, who like take care of everybody. And even when they're sick, they still cook and yeah. they still push through. A
3: sick man is usually pathetic.
1: Right. Yeah, I'm, that's not me. Yeah. I'm like, so I'm the man and the woman.
3: Yeah, well, I'm single, so when I get sick, yeah. it's just it's just one sad, lonely brother
1: in a room <laughs> drinking tea.
3: <laughs> Aww, <poor laughs> My pimp. friends bring me some soup over, and then that's cool. But I am, I'm I'm such a baby when I'm sick.
1: Yeah, so you guys forgive me if you hear, like, me sound a little nasally. That's what's going on uh, my, my, you know, my, uh, what do you call it, I'm congested.
3: It's that, see, it's falls here, too. Yeah. So, like, even though we haven't, here in L.A., we haven't got the bad Santa Anas yet. We're starting to get that stuff, starting to swirl through the air, the desert stuff. And I get a little flimmy this time of year.
1: Yeah, my, my girls, they both have allergies. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, this time
3: of year, it's, it always happens. Because I, I I got my flu shot, so I feel good about that. And I usually, actually, actually really have a really... Pretty good immune system, actually, believe it or not, yeah, so um, do i i I think part of it is uh our age we have an age when peop- when parents let you like go out and explore and didn't have to do disinfect everything, oh my God, so yeah. like you got tolerance, like we were on the day where you put your mouth on the metal thing at the school, the water yeah. fountain at school, <laughs> <laughs> your tongue all in the hole, right. <laughs> Every other, it's so nasty. But you know what? I don't get sick that often. Nope. So I think that had a lot to do with it.
1: And I'm still that. My my wife is a fanatic about washing hands, and you should like be. like a hand sanitizer <laughs> and all that stuff. See, but I'm not, and I don't believe in that. And and a lot of uh, health professionals they back me up. My sister is one of them. That the the that antibacterial stuff, that's yeah. not good. No. Overdoing that, you're you're making things worse. Then, better, because you' make a super you 're making super bugs and yeah. you 're making your body like because your body doesn 't know the difference. well not your body, but the soap the antibacterial soap doesn 't know the difference between good and bad bacteria, and you have both right, and you need the good bacteria, it just kills all of it right and you know and then also the the bad bacteria starts to get uh, build up immunities and resistances to that stuff. And then when you do get something, it is like it's super strong and it's just a super bug that's all mutated and stuff or whatever. So it's not great. Like my wife, like like I said, my wife, when we in the car or whatever, like going from – Point A to Point B, she will like sanitize her hands probably like three times before we get to yeah, a place in in her same car or whatever, before we, in uh, before she gets out of the car to go in the restaurant and all about, she's just like and she's all constantly on my daughter do the same thing and I see I don't want my daughter to do that because I feel like that's gonna weaken her immune and yeah. see me. You know, I wash my hands when I go to the restroom. You know, obviously I'm not an animal. You know, I wash my hands when I, like, you know, handle something dirty or pick something up off the, you know, whatever, taking out the trash and that kind of stuff. But if I just, like, leave my house after I've gotten dressed and showered or whatever and then we go to a rest- I'm not going to wash my hands before I eat. Well, if number one, I'm not eating with my hands. Like I said, I'm not an animal. I'm eating with a fork right. and a knife. For the most part, and I might pick up a piece of bread or a piece of toast or something with my hand, but for the most part, I'm not. And I just feel like whatever little germs I'm getting, you know, it's, it's helping me out.
3: Well, I, well I, I'm, a, I'm a believer in hand washing, for sure. And I have sanitizer, but I use that as a last resort. Mm-hmm. That's because I can't wash my hands or I can't get away or I'm on the, the go. But I also – we talked about this before we start recording, taking public transportation. Mm-hmm. This is L.A. It's all kinds of people. You don't know what people got. You don't know what's <laughs> communicable. You really don't know what you can comm- – You do t- And know. And, and it's more than just actually just like – I wash my hands when I get into a restaurant before I eat. Also, not just because of uh, like, like I didn't touch anything or whatever. But it's also – or I'm not going to touch even the food with my hands. It's also, again, just because uh, I don't want to touch my face. I don't want to touch – you know, get close to my eye with mm-hmm. something that might be nasty in my hands and then the other thing is like I try to be real thorough I, before a restaurant also like getting stuff under my nails and stuff like right. I do get like that. I'm pretty fanatical about the hand washing but the sanitizer it can be much and I know that like to add on what you were saying before people they do all the sanitizer all the time your body will accept whatever bad condition you put it in and you right. put, we put our bodies in bad positions like for example somebody to smoke your body not equipped for your smoke to go in your lungs but they'll go like okay that's what you want you can have that. And it starts accepting it after a while. Well, then that's when, like, after a while still, cancer gets in or emphysema and all this other yeah. stuff that, that happens. But your body like, like, has opened the door for that to happen because it's like, well, that's what you want to do, I'll stop coughing then.
1: Mm-hmm. I'll just
3: let you have it. Your body does that with anti- antibacterial too. It's like, okay, well, I'll just stop producing some of these good bacteria.
1: True. Cause Very
3: you, true. Because apparently they're not needed. So these are some of the things that, harms that you have.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think it's something to it. Like I said, my wife is fanatical about it, and I'm sick less often than her. And when we get the same thing, the duration, like the last time all three of us were sick, the girls were sick a couple of days before me. Mm -hmm. Um, I finally came down with it. That's another thing. I'm like the last to come down with it, I'm the first to get over it. You know, I, I came down with it last. I was over it after like a day or two, and they still was going through it. Hmm. You know, we all had the same thing, you know, and we eat the same thing mostly, right. whatever, you know, and all that. So I, I assign it to the fact that I don't, you know, use that antibacterial stuff religiously.
3: I think you're right. I think you're right, yeah. and I'm kind of like you too. I, and if I if I do go down, it's usually for like a day, maybe two max. Yeah, uh, maybe the third day I might night. Need to stay home, but I just you got to get going and rolling. And sometimes you feel better after. Sometimes after you get rolling, mm-hmm. and so you go do what you got to do, then come home and rest. Right, and then for, day four or five, I'm good to go. There you go. So I'm usually like that too. And again, I think it's just a strong immune system from the way we were raised without yeah. all that stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a lot. Then your cousin uh, sneeze sure on you You know you got that cousin always had the runny
3: nose, had the crust it crust underneath his nose, and your grandma made you play with him anyway. Yeah, you didn't know that was gonna help your ass.
1: What about what about you remember when we used to when uh, some you find out your cousin or somebody had chicken pox or the measles and oh, they send y'all a, get, yeah. get in the same bed yeah. y'all have a sleepover. Yep. And they just get all the kids that sick at the same time.
3: I got with the it. chicken pox from my cousin Everett. My mom did it on purpose. <laughs> on purpose, yep. yeah. Yep. Sure did. Yep.
1: that's what we used to do. That's how we used to do it in the old days. All right, well, we got a full docket today, so let's go ahead and get cracking. News and noteworthy. The shiznit. All right, cannibal couple. This is out of Russia. Okay, Dmitri Barkshiv uh, bark or Sheev Barksheev, Dmitri Barksheev, and his wife Natalia Barksheva. Interesting. I wonder if that's a typo or they really have. No, it might Different be a feminine names.
3: version of the name. Who knows?
1: Yeah, that, that's, but it's weird that they would feminize it for her. You know what I mean? Like, for her, like they don't typically do that, right? Who, who knows? Anyway. They uh, Russian. Let's <laughs> start with that. They're not, they not just Russian. Wait, wait. <laughs> they Russian cannibal uh, serial killers a couple. Yes, a How couple. How
3: you come together?
1: How do you <laughs> meet like somebody is like, "You know what? I like to eat people too." Oh my god, maybe on the dark web? I guess. Maybe so. a, a dark web dating uh site. Wow, man. You know what I'm saying? Like that is that's ble- part of their profile? Jesus. Maybe they like eating the same like they both like uh Asian food. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you be wrong for that. But okay. yeah. So this couple, they murdered and ate up to thirty people in Russia. That's amazing. That is amazing, right? Especially in this day and age. Yeah. That's that's it's that's uh that's saying something 'cause uh in in the in the old days, you know, it was a little bit more fathomable to get away with that kind of stuff before DNA and all. But you know what though?
3: They must live in a big city.
1: our our, our T V shows Like, these procedurals that we watch, they have us psyched out. I was talking to my wife about this not too long ago. They have us believing that if you commit a crime, especially a major crime like murder, you're going to get caught. No matter what. Like, 99, 95% of the time. That's how you, watching these shows or whatever, that's how you, because that's how, that's what the percent rate is on TV. Yes. It is like 99% of the time.
3: Because they're going to figure it out. They're going to figure out every angle. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah and it's yeah.
1: always something. It's physical evidence. It's always something. Somebody talks. Whatever the case is, they're going to catch you. You know what the, the actual rate is nationwide? I'm actually, I'm curious to hear this. It's, uh, um, I believe the best, the best was like 60. Some guy had like a 65 or something like that. That sounds about but right. But the average, that's not even the average. That was the best. Okay. The the top of the top. The the average, I think, was about 46%. Whoa. Yeah.
3: Wow. That's yeah. a lot of unsolved murders. That's a lot and of unsolved And then you have to think murders. on top of that, some of those people that they convicted didn't do it. Right.
1: There's so, that, too. Exactly. Yeah. So it's even less. Even less. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So. Yeah, maybe it's not as hard to believe as we as we think because we, you know, of course if we're talking about the U.S. and that's Russia, but I'm, you know, I'm sure it's not that much of a difference. My point is that watching TV and a lot of times whatever these, it, it, your your perception of reality is skewed heavily, right? You know,
3: plus that is also that's what they do on those shows. They catch killers.
1: That's right. So. Right. it's no fun. Uh, Watching, Watching them not catch anybody right. <laughs> that right, right. was not very entertaining
3: but if they again, if they lived in a city where like you know there's a lot of anonymity, there's a lot of people that just might be on their own, I could see you know you know they, they must have picked their victims I know this is the, this is the one they found some of them through like dating apps right
1: yeah on that 's how they found their uh their victims right the way they got busted though uh, pictures of dismembered body were found on a cell phone there was a uh the, the guy, Dimitri, was posing with a female victim's head and hands uh, in, on the phone. Disgusting. And it was found by a builder who handed it into the police earlier uh, this past September. Now, I don't know. It wasn't clear to me. And the, the story didn't make it clear whether, like, the people had moved out and left a phone behind. And that's how this builder, you know, that's what I'm imagining. Like, right. they moved out of an apartment or a house. And some guy's in there doing construction finds this old phone. And there's these pictures on it.
3: Or maybe they just dropped the phone.
1: Maybe. But whatever case is, this, this builder guy finds this th- these pictures on the phone and he turns it into the cops. But and if
3: that, that hadn't happened, think how many more people would be gone.
1: Exactly. Wow. So uh, and then uh, Mrs. uh barksheva told the authorities there had been at least thirty victims at over least. at least over the last eighteen years. Thirty victims in eighteen years. Oh my god. That is definitely the fits the, the all the uh, uh, all of the uh, markings of a ser- of serial killers, for sure uh, they, there are fears that the 45 year old has been feeding human meat to student pilots at the military academy where the couple work what yeah, so on top of this kind of feeds into what we were talking about before we started uh, the show, or whatever it's it so weird to me that these people have these okay it's one thing to be to get off on eating people right that 's already sick. But then you got another component where you get off of forcing that on other people. right? Like, what is that? like? <laughs> well,
3: it's, and it's also a cheap thrill because, like, the, the people don't know what they're doing, right. what they're eating. Exactly. It, so know, it's only
1: the, yeah, the it's fact that mind. you know. Yeah. The fact that it, it's, for some reason, that brings them some sort of, I don't know if it's sexual it's pleasure or, or psychological pleasure. It's a power. But, trip. okay, power, something. You but, control. But them knowing that, okay, I'm feeding these motherfuckers people. Right. Soiling green. (laughs) That's a reference to the – that's a reference way back. (laughs) You younger people won't know about that. Look up Charlton Heston in uh, Soiling Green. (laughs) Uh, And, uh, yeah, they're feeding these people Soiling Green. I mean, oh, my God. It's crazy. This story is just ridiculous. And the fact that two people are conspiring to do this together. Together. Like – and been doing this for twenty years. And you know, and then normal people, they can't stay together twenty months. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but you got they got something in common. Okay.
1: That is crazy.
3: <laughs> I've been on Whitney Kick all week. So. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that was a good, uh, the good the the duet with her and her husband Bobby. Oh yeah. God. I like that. I like that song. But yeah, so they, they uh confessed that they would get some of their uh, victims off of these dating sites.
3: That's just so frightening, and so I mean, well, it's always a risk
1: somewhere. And the but fact that they've wow. been doing this twenty years—that even yeah. that you know what—they didn't meet on no dark web love site. You're right. You're right. You're there right. was no dark web twenty years ago. <laughs> <laughs> like, how does that come up in
3: conversation, I, or does like somebody just one day this? Ki-
1: you know, like maybe they the, they got uh, on it was on a blind date that they was fixed up by a, a third party cannibal? (laughs) (laughs) Well, if they are, you
3: know, they probably are some darker, well, I'm speculating. I don't know. They could be, like, good Christian Bibles...
1: Study wait, 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 wait. Did you say good
3: Christian? <laughs> wait, did you say
1: the, the cannibal
3: serial killers are good Christians? I'm saying that could be their front.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. I'm just oh, saying they okay.
3: could be that and then be something else different. Yeah, but, I, but I'm speculating because I don't know what kind of people they are. I mean, my, in my mind, I've already painted them as like, oh, they're gothy people or something like that. Nah. But, that but not necessarily. That's goth- probably
1: why they got away with this so long. They yeah. probably look like normal people. You yeah. know what, though? A lot of times people that are into these type of things, they're a part of a, a network.
3: Well, that makes sense. And you got to prob- find that, your people that like right. like
1: you, and that's probably where they're. Pro- I'm guessing. And if it's that's twenty, 20 they years met. ago,
3: they's probably like read magazines. That's where you find that stuff back then, like mag- like special magazines, mm-hmm. and stuff special like that.
1: undercover, you know, un- underground, 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 yeah. underground magazines. So yeah, they probably part of was probably in probably still are part of a network, and that's probably where they met. And that's because uh, I, you know, I told you before, I'm into the true crime stuff. Yeah, you know, and that's they the these people they because it's not it's not enough just like it wasn't enough for them to eat the people they had to sh- they had to force share other people to it, yeah. yeah they want to sh- a lot of these people they want to share it's not enough for them to experience this stuff alone wow. they need somebody else right so the, a lot of them is very very common that they're part of a network that's why when they when busted, one of them gets busted when the first things the police do they start trying to find out other people yep trying to yeah. get them to flip on the network
3: yeah so. It makes sense because you hear that a lot, too, again, like like pedophiles and stuff like yep. that. They are always usually connected. They know each other.
1: Yeah, yeah. And they, and they have to be. It's safer for them, you right. know, for them to pass materials and stuff like that, whatever. It, it's, 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 it's I'm going to trust you because you're into the same thing as right. I am, you right. know. That's how it is. So, man, speaking of serial killers, this woman uh, was in a relationship with a serial killer for 10 years and had no clue. Uh, I could believe that. This is right here. This is not. This is in America. This is actually takes place in South Carolina.
3: I could. I could definitely believe that. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. It had, oh,
3: the, I believe there are people with serial killers right now that don't know that they're serial
1: killers. Oh, my God. No, that happens more. Yeah, that that's more typical than somebody being suspicious.
3: My last girlfriend I ever had. I'm not going was say a serial killer. Name. No. no. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. She the dude she dated after me. She married. Okay. He was a preacher. He was a singer in the church. All kinds of stuff. Well, come to find out, he was a pimp and a drug dealer. Wow. Yeah. They. She. she now she never wanted to have
1: kids. That's well, what some say a pastor and a pimp. Not that much of a. <laughs> well, well. Not that much of a stretch for some people.
3: Well, she. She was. She didn't. She never wanted to have kids, right? And then he right. talked her into having kids, so she had a son. And it wasn't after the son was born that all this went down because he ended up getting arrested. than for drug dealing because actually one one of the girls turned on him because I guess he hit her or something like that and blah blah so she turned him into the police for the drugs. He Mm -hmm. got arrested for the drugs. He went to prison and then that's when that's when my... Uh, uh, I almost said her name. That's when she found out <laughs> that this dude had this other uh, life. But she, this is in Peoria. This is not in, like, Chicago. This is in a smaller Illinois city, mid-sized city. Yeah. But, like, something where all the black people almost all know each other. Yeah, I heard of Peoria. So it's, like, it's it's one of those kinds of places where it's, like, it's it's shocking that she wouldn't know. Right. But she didn't know. Yeah. And she's no dummy. Yeah. So...
1: Yeah, sometimes it's because, you know, the partner has their head in the sand. But other times it's just because... The, the, the person is that good at being duplicitous and, mm-hmm. and being a sociopath. Yeah. You know? I, I, made a, I made a joke about Pastor Pimp not being it. But on a serious tip, I do believe that there are like kind of a, a flip side coin like for good and bad where, where there's similar traits. Like, for example, I kind of believe like, uh, OK, let's say Pastor Pimp. OK. Even though they're one's good, one's bad. Supposedly, Supposedly. you know, there, there's some there's some crossover traits. Where, like, you could say, like, one is one side sure. of the coin, one's the other side no, of the coin. No, I, f-
3: I feel you because we all have, two side, like, two sides. Like, your best thing and your worst thing are usually the same thing. And, like, yeah. what you, what you, something you're good at can be used for good and evil.
1: I feel a cop and a criminal. I feel like a lot of times a cop and a criminal, that same dude or same person could go either way. Could go either way, yeah. just depending on their circumstances. But I think it's kind of like the same type person ends up being one or the other. P.S. My ex. Uh-huh. Didn't
3: know I was gay either. So oh. I'm just like <laughs>
1: she, she
0: just might
3: not be observant. She, she just,
0: I was gonna
1: say she just might. Not, she, she might, she might be, was she I, Helen
0: Keller?
3: <laughs> I know. I used to, I used to bake her cookies when she was when she was on a period. I was a good boyfriend because I was gay. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> You would not running around with other women. Cause you didn't to you didn't want the One you had, <laughs> I listened to
3: all those stories about that bitch. You know that she was in her class. on both blocks blocks. Was in college. I listened to all of them. I'm like, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. And then like we, and, and then we did musical theater together. So yeah, and she didn't know I was gay. So she, maybe she's just not observant. <laughs> but I could see, I could totally see again if a ser- a serial serial killers most of them are very charismatic or charming because yes. that's how they lure their victims. Right. It, it's not, again, like the typical villain in the movie right? where they're just going to come out and you're going to see them and you're like, oh!
1: Yeah, the guy who sticks out and who's all weird and yeah, distant like, and the loner and all that. You know, no, because no.
3: everybody's watching the weird dude. Yep. You're not watching the one that like that you just let your kid go with because everybody loves him.
1: So Holly, uh, how do you pronounce that? I would say Yudi. Yudi? Holly Yudi uh, who was with Todd... Kohlhepp. Oh, white people with your names. (laughs) Talk about us. For a decade. uh, Arrested last November after a woman he kidnapped was found chained by the neck inside a storage container on his 95-acre property. The woman uh, that was found chained was Kayla Brown. The victim, Kayla Brown, told police that Kohlhepp had killed her boyfriend, Charlie Carver, and that he had buried several other people on his property. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he actually killed uh, Kayla Brown's boyfriend right in right in front of her. She was on Doctor Phil. We have a clip that I'm gonna play in, in a little bit, um, and she was talking about how it, it seemed like I didn't catch like the very beginning of the story, but yeah. where I came in, it sounded like he h- uh, hired them to do some yard work or something. They kind oh, yeah, of oh yeah yeah
3: yeah yeah I know the story yeah yeah, yeah.
1: and uh, yeah. As, as the as the boyfriend came out, he killed him immediately. Just shot him three times in the right. chest. Just bam 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 bam. Oh and, just, and then chained her up and raped her every day for like two months.
3: Oh, my God. He's sick. Yeah,
1: yeah. So um, <clears throat> he pleaded guilty to killing seven people over 13 years. He avoided the death penalty and was sentenced to seven consecutive life sentences without parole. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, here, here's the clip. Uh, I believe, I forget which clip this is because I got a few. Again, I'm, he's I'm white. Let's
3: just say this. He's white. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I think this is her talking about. Uh, Her getting rescued? I don't know, but you'll see. Here we go.
2: So he pulls you inside. You're standing there looking at the door, hoping his hope that he'll come in. And of course he doesn't. What happens next?
4: Todd put me on the ground and handcuffed me and cuffed my ankles and put a ball gag in my mouth. And then he told me he had to go take care of Charlie. And he left me there.
2: When you say he cuffed you, did he have handcuffs?
4: He had handcuffs and he had ankle cuffs.
2: Smart, Phil. So he had them there. This wasn't an no. impulse thing.
4: No, he was prepared.
2: Did he cuff you behind your back? Yes, sir. A- at that point, was he rough with you? No, sir. He, sh- he still was completely methodical,
4: calm, really calm and level-headed.
2: And you say he put a ball gag in your mouth. Why do you think he did that? I mean, you're a half mile, three-quarters of a mile from the road in the middle of nowhere. I don't know. How long did he leave you there?
4: Time almost stood still, so I, I couldn't say.
2: Was it five minutes or five hours?
4: No, it was like maybe 20 minutes.
2: Okay. And do you know what he did? Did he tell you what he did with Charlie?
4: He went and wrapped him up. And, um... That's it. he was wrapped up when I went back out when I was taken out back out of the building in a tarp, a blue tarp.
2: Oh, had you seen the blue tarp when you pulled up? No, sir. Well, Kayla, I have to stop asking you for questions for a minute and tell you I am so sorry for your loss. I'm sorry for what happened to you, but I am so sorry for your loss
3: but thank you for the ratings
2: and these things are just stacked on you right now but uh you lost the man you loved and you lost him violently and abruptly and that's the most traumatic way you can lose somebody and it's never easy to lose somebody but if it's after a long illness we we prepare ourselves for it going into (laughs) it you
4: get to say goodbye
2: yeah and you uh, never got to say goodbye to Charlie.
1: Wow. <laughs> Did I say, I, I don't know if I said before, but Dr. Phil really reminds me of, like, white, white Steve Harvey. <laughs> he
5: is white Steve Harvey. He's
1: country. He's bald. Yeah, got he the is mustache. White Steve Harvey. He's white Steve Harvey. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I wa- uh, okay, I'm not going to bash Dr. Phil.
2: <laughs> the
3: story at hand. I believe yeah. you can be married to a serial killer and not know the a serial killer. Because, again, you saw how methodical, how calm that dude was. That dude, oh, yeah. I think, was just a was psychopath. Yeah, definitely. Sociopath, rather. Like definitely. Because he, he could have, like, two different lives. Like, one probably where he's loving husband, family man, and another just crazy.
1: Oh, yeah. That's cold. That's cold. Oh, no, and it happens, like I said, it happens all the time. All these stories and biographies and things. I've read of these serial killers and whatever. They... they the majority of them had families or either even if they didn't have like a, a wife and kids of their own they had you know family that they were close to and friends that they were close to everyone loved know. john wayne
3: gacy yeah, and Ted Bundy. Clown.
1: ted bundy yeah. was like you know like mr like bruce wayne or some shit women yeah. loved him yeah
3: well he's good looking and
1: yeah so. and his his uh best friend uh wrote a book about how she didn't know you know and how you know all the all the the things that he did and she didn't know whatever even though they D- were best friends for years and
3: Dahmer he looked kind of creepy huh. but I knew a friend who knew a victim of Dahmer's and was with, hanging out with them the night what wow. the dude left with Dahmer yeah. And
1: Dahmer was the one that was killing and eating uh, yes. gay black men, right? Yeah,
3: well, and uh, in, in, in Latino too, in Latino, and Latino, yeah, right? Yeah, he was into brown. Yeah, he
1: liked ethnic food. Yes, he did.
3: <laughs> but he was from Milwaukee, but he go, you know, he sometimes he go to the bars in Chicago to meet his victims. Right. And This is where this happened. So, yeah. um, and my friend was saying, you know, he didn't. He thought he was creepy, but the dudes he's talking to, he was they, he was into they was in, he was into them, and he yeah. just seemed like I'm just a
1: dude, right?
3: So they didn't think anything about it if right. he if he came off creepy they wouldn't have gone with him
1: yeah and then too another thing though too people's people's uh weirdar for lack of a better word yeah. is like not everybody's is as sensitive as other people's you know what true I mean? that some people pick up on things i think i'm one of those people that pick up on things mm-hmm. you know uh we've talked about this on show whatever i'm you work to be super observant and yeah, hard work. you work harder I've, than I've, most. Yeah, I've, I've, I've told people about things that I've noticed or whatever, and I've just blown it and they just blow it off. And, it's come, you know, there was a time when, <clears throat> you know, I was like, hey, oh, you know, so-and-so has a drinking problem or whatever. And, and the thing is, I wasn't like I was saying it as far as, like, trying to inform anybody. Mm-hmm. I just thought I was repeating something that everybody knew because I was, like, the newest person in this group. And, like, you know... Everybody, all these other people that she had been partying with all this time, I just figured they all knew, mm-hmm. you know, and they weren't picking. They up were the like, "What are you talking about? So and so, she don't have no what? She's not. She don't have a drink problem. Like she's like, we all drink. What's the difference between her and the rest of us? I was like, There's a difference. Y'all don't a see fifth,
3: it. A fifth of scotch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, You don't see it, you know. But yeah, people, everybody is not as sensitive to to certain things, and you know, that's why you know. I some people can get suckered, and other people don't get suckered you know it takes more to sucker them and
3: people you know? are definitely blinded in love and by love mm-hmm. for sure
1: and and good looks, yeah, good looks is all oh, that will get you. That in this country, yeah, that will get you I everywhere. Think in the world, yeah, in the
3: world, I think the world. I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, it's like oh, yeah. Be, being being good looking is is, is oh, yeah. always a bonus that's for a people. It. And you can oh, yeah. and you we people will let you get away with. Oh stuff. yeah, that's a get out of jail free card. It is like and heinous stuff that other uh, mm-hmm. re, us regulars don't get.
1: Out of. Oh yeah, plus there's a whole different set of rules and you know that's yeah. I yeah. mean, even the,
3: like I mean, it's, it now is is infamous, but like the Nixon Kennedy debates on television. Everybody Mm -hmm. talked about, you know, Kennedy was good looking and suave and Nixon is hideous and sweaty. (laughs) And people are like, they didn't trust him. Right. They didn't like him.
1: Turns out they were right. True that. (laughs) True that. Turns out they were right. True that. They were right for the wrong reason. Right. But they were still right. Still right. Oh, man. Okay. So here in local news, we have a story about filthy flutes. Filthy flutes. What's that mean? Filthy flutes. Here in Orange County, there, are, there was a guy, uh, suspected now of being a music teacher, handing out these colorful, homemade, uh, handmade flutes. That don't For, sound bad. No, it doesn't sound bad. Uh, they, they're all brightly colored and very decorative. He made, made them out of, himself? Yeah, made them himself out of PVC pipe. You okay. know that 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 plastic pipe that you use yeah. for your you know your uh, plumbing. Sure. Yeah, he made flutes out of those and painted them all pretty and everything, giving them away. But come to find out, and I don't know how they found this out, uh, the the filthy flutes are filled with his bodily fluids.
3: <laughs> Wait, you mean? Like, like he like polished them with it or like it's inside? I'm not sure if it's Cause like because if it if you blew if you if it, it's it, like a creamy center.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> That's how they found out. Some woman put her mouth on and go like, it's like I know this taste.
1: Right? And it
3: is not instrument cleaner.
1: <coughs> yeah. Ew, uh-huh. that's nasty. Yeah, so um, I got a clip of that. <laughs> I can't believe this is a real story. This is a real story going on here in Orange P.S., County. P.S.,
3: those flutes are beautiful.
1: In Orange County, just so you guys know, one of the most expensive counties in the whole entire country. Oh yeah, the most expensive. Also, uh, so, the
3: county where Disney is located, right. Disneyland.
1: So for you, you know, guys who think that stuff like this only happens in the poor communities, whatever, think again.
3: This is a story I would expect out of Florida or Germany.
5: Good morning, two. We're told that these flutes or recorders they may be contaminated with bodily fluids, and possibly this was done by a music teacher. Now, if you. Possibly have one of these flutes, you can bring them here to Fountain Valley. There was one school here that was affected, Courageous Elementary. Now, state officials are involved and are looking to see if these flutes or recorders that were given to kids in at least three Orange County school districts were contaminated. These are what they look like. We'll show you that right now. Now, as I said, one of the schools is here in Fountain Valley, but notices were sent to parents yesterday evening. Uh, here in Fountain Valley, Capistrano and Newport Mesa Unified School districts we're told that some schools in LA also were warned. The notice says the instructor involved wasn't an employee of any of the districts, but an independent contractor who worked at multiple schools in Southern California in music enrichment programs. This investigation is ongoing, so at this time it's not known how many schools may have been affected. The flutes were made with PVC piping and a wine cork that students could then decorate and. And they may have been a part of the Flutes Across the World program. Parents have been told to put them in a paper bag and seal them to preserve the evidence. They can then be dropped off with local law enforcement like those here in Fountain Valley. Uh, the California Department of Justice and the Postal Service are investigating. Back here live, we do not have detailed information on a suspect at this time, but we have been hearing someone was arrested. We are trying to get that confirmed, uh, but the State Department, they are not answering their phone calls on a Saturday Morning in Fountain Valley. I'm Aaron Myers. I'll send it back to you in the studio.
1: She said a plastic, a paper bag. I think she meant a plastic bag, right?
3: <laughs> uh, oh, wow. <clears> throat> Again, throat> I, I how did they find that out? That's the thing. Like, is, he must have bragged or told somebody or something. Because, how do you know that?
1: I don't know. That's what I, I, I'm very curious to find that out, too. I hate when they leave that kind of thing out of the story because the whole time I'm thinking, like, how did he get busted? Like, how did they know? Like, right, well, is it. You know? I think at
3: this point, though, the story is hey, bring in your flu. If your child had this teacher, bring in your flu so we can test it to, so we can get more evidence against this dude. Because it's not even like, it's not even that it's that dangerous. It's not, you're not going to catch anything, whatever, but it's just nasty. Yeah. It's just nasty.
1: And like, I wonder how long he was saving up because, like, he probably just
3: that little daily uh, something or another, and just yeah.
1: You know. And he just like, I guess, we're just rolling, dipping it in there, or rolling. Or, I mean, like, well, maybe mixing the paint. Did he just do the end where the mouth goes, or did he like, like, do both? End? Like, you know what I mean? Put it in so the so many questions, inquiring minds. It's just, yeah, that's that's gross. Where's Dejon? She would her head would be spinning right I about know, now. I know. I know. She. So. This. Still, I got yeah. questions. Yes.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> All you need to know, Daejong, is this nasty. It's nasty. 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 Mm. Oh,
4: you nasty. Oh, oh, you
3: nasty. That is so nasty. That might be the gross. We just got done talking about serial killers and cannibals. cannibals. And I, I'm still like, oh, I'd rather deal with them than this dude. <laughs> And I know what cum tastes like. I'm just saying, let's keep it real.
0: Oh my that's, god, that's
3: disgusting. Oh, this again—that compulsion, that compulsion to share your nastiness right. with other people, exactly. the unwilling participants.
1: Yeah. So what I'm betting, I'm betting he goes home at night, thinks about all these little kids with their their you know mouths on these flutes filled with his his bodily fluids, and he jacks off.
3: Really? See, I don't even oh, yeah. know if it has a sexual component to it. You know what? It might be, again, just a power thing.
1: It could be, but it just, every time. Like, like I
3: said, I... say rape is not a sex thing, it's a power thing.
1: That's true, but it's, but it's, you can't take sex away from it because sex is the vehicle, you know, that they use to to manifest that power. So sex is a component of it. Sure, sure, sure. But, but I'm that's saying- not the, that's just not the, it's not the, and it's not the same type of sex like that a, a healthy, normal person has. But it is a component of it.
3: It's definitely well. It has to be. If that's that's where you get his 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 his. uh, Is it a weapon? (laughs) But
1: but yeah, all this, all this, these these type things. Whatever. Like I said, from all the stuff that I read, whatever, it it, ninety percent of it, man. It is really. It's it's like sex driven.
3: Hmm.
1: Yeah. It. It. it, uh, We are wired crazy. (laughs) Crazy very crazy crazily yeah so a 78 year old woman was found dead in the health club after two days
3: that is insane that was in chicago
1: yeah i don't you know what i don't i don't think it's that insane though uh Well, I know it's a 24-hour
3: it club, so yeah. you can go in the bathroom, and if you see somebody in the stall, you might not, because she died in the bathroom
1: stall. Right, in the bathroom That's why I don't think it's that crazy. Now, if she had to been on the weight bench... Right. You know? <laughs> and she's just like... Now, that would have been a problem. Excuse me, ma'am, but, but I, I'm, I'm doing a...
3: I'd like to do some sets there when you're done. Can, can you just can, notify me? Could
1: you... Uh, get Don't forget to wipe down. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, because... We're, the office building that I work in is not a huge building, um, but it's it's a it's, uh, uh, I like that it's, it's well maintained. Okay, and it's several times a day that you know the uh, staff goes in there to clean whatever, and when someone's in there, they just. They just, it, you know, they don't disturb the person. They just go right. around and, and clean all the ones that are available.
3: And the fact that she would be in a woman's then, <clears> restroom means there's always going to be somebody in the stall probably during 24-hour clubs. Probably. So it's not, it's not again, it, even that particular stall. Because like, yeah. my first thought was like, well, if I cleaned at 2 and I came back at 4 and somebody was in the same stall, well, that doesn't mean anything. If I came back at 6 and somebody was in the same stall, again, that doesn't mean anything
1: right. either. And then… Because there's always going to be somebody in the stall at a women's. Right. And not to mention… It may not even be the same person because they probably rotate. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah.
3: So, so yeah, that's so, yeah, that, 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 I guess it's not as, I I think what I'm really trying to say is it's just sad. Yeah, it is sad. That that would have to happen to a person. Yeah. And then again, to die at the health club. Yeah. I I
1: would, I would, I would think that the car in the parking lot would probably raise more flags than anything else. Sure. The fact that, okay, hey, this car has been in the same spot, you know, maybe. But even that, it depends on the setup, where it was parked, you know. Again, I don't want to bring race into it, it, it but it race,
3: race and culture do go hand in hand. Okay. And I have to, this is a white woman, again, we're talking about. Right. And I just can't imagine. Well, I mean, I know there are people out there, but in my family, there's no, there's no 78-year-old woman in my family that somebody doesn't talk to every day to check in on them. Yeah. So that's another part that's like if they don't come home that somebody didn't talk to them that day, that, that would raise a red flag.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I, I, to be honest, maybe not two days, but I, I, I can lose track of my dad for a day. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for a day. Because because I, you know, uh, I have long days. You know, I, I leave uh, at uh, quarter to six.
3: But he doesn't have anybody, it's not somebody else that he talks to every day?
1: He does. Well,
3: hmm. Because um, that would be, that that's always seems to thing like it's like always that like one or two people that always like. How you doing, Miss Sheila? I'm just calling you. That's it. I got to go back to work. Just yeah. was ch- checking in on you.
1: Well, like I said, I lose track of I can lose track of him for a day. Sure. You know, I didn't say nobody knows where right. he is, but I may not know because, you know, a lot of times I don't see him because, like I said, I leave in the morning before he gets up.
3: But, again, also, if this woman's 78 years old and she's still going to the gym, she's obviously active. Right. Has an active lifestyle. So, again, she she's probably, probably, probably don't worry about. Because yeah. she, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, she's good. She goes, she works out more than I do. There you go. <laughs> so, Except for that last time.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Told you not to go in the steam room, woman.
1: <laughs> so the Navy removed some workers who call babies mini-Satans.
3: Oh, gosh. So,
1: th- you know, this story,
3: this is kind of like Guantanamo Bay. Because okay. they got busted because of the photos that they were taking, right? Right. Exactly. So they was putting stuff on Snapchat. Yeah. They they are in the Navy,
1: and I feel like that's the only thing that makes this even a story. Because I mean, to me, it's like this is like a nothing story. What right. they did, like right. if they didn't hurt the babies. The babies are, are infants. They don't know what they were. They were being called mini satans. These were some young women who were bored at work, right? And
3: they like to make the babies dance and stuff,
1: yeah. They make the babies dance to 50 cents in the club. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's funny. It is, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. You can see the infant dancing in the club, that's funny. And then they call them mini Satans and stuff. And I'm like, well, you ever had a little baby before? <laughs> you know? They just they put it out there, but yeah, that's they, the lesson learned. That's the lesson learned. Like, they should have just kept it between themselves, yes. And the moment they involved Snapchat, that's where they went left.
3: So, I have I? I'm an actor, but I do have s- several day jobs that I work from time to time, and I bitch and complain about those day jobs in back, just like everybody else. My retail job—we all come back and we talk about how we hate the customers. But Without the customers, <laughs> you ain't got no job, right? So right. yeah, but we wouldn't record it. That's just asking for your exactly,
1: job. exactly. Yeah, and I think everybody everywhere does similar things, you know, on their job. But most people have. Sense enough not to record it and post it on social media. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of feel bad for these girls. On one hand, on the other hand, they kind of asked for it, so they kind of got what they deserved. Again, they got, this they is, got fired. And
3: this is also so. this is also thing. This uh, uh, this is a thing that involves more than one person, and that's the thing that, that makes me like not one person. That's like that's not a good idea, y'all.
1: Right? Exactly. Somebody should have been like, "Hey, you know, people get busted on social media for doing dumb shit all the time,
3: every day.
1: You know, this could be one of those things
3: every." <laughs> Day, and I know they think like Snapchat. That's one of the ones that like doesn't last, right? It, so yeah, I'm thinking that might still be why. They, it.
1: Yeah, yeah, people I'm, record it. Yeah, I'm thinking that might be why they chose that one and thought it'd be okay because after so I don't know it was was it 24 hours or something? I
3: don't, I don't know. That, I'm too old for Snapchat. Me too.
1: I tried it because I got a friend who there's I have a friend who who is um one of those people who tries not to be her age.
2: Okay, she, she's sure.
1: In, she's in love with Snapchat and. Convinced me to try it because she's in love with it. And I tried it and I was like, ah, oh, this thing for me is stupid. No, I don't like it's it. stupid. Yeah, I don't like it at all. It's stupid.
3: You know, I got on uh, it because somebody told me that it would be a good place to, to see dick and ass. Like, oh, you like dick and ass? There's lots of dick and ass up in there. And it's always somebody showing you they dick and ass. And you live around all these little young, hot college kids, they'll show it to you. And I'm like, all right, I'll check that out. And then I was like, oh, this is just dumb. I just might as well can go find a real thing, it'd be more satisfying than this.
0: Oh man.
3: It's true. I'm not gonna
1: keep it I'm keeping it a thousand today, Dana Yeah, man. I hear you. I hear you. So what's what's up with this Hennessy shortage thanks to President Trump?
3: Well, they say it's thanks to him. I mean there's a correlation because it started after the uh, at at the time of the inauguration. Okay. And there's been a there is uh, this is a true story. There is a Hennessy shortage in America where people go to stores and they don't have Hennessy.
1: Real quick cuz we have white people who listen to us. White people. <laughs> Hennessy <laughs> is like this cognac that black people love. Love. White people think it tastes nasty and black people love it.
3: It's it's one of those it's one of those brands. That it's not even just like the fact, it's it's a rich tradition. of yeah. it. It's like, you know, like if you are Jewish and you, you're going to have Manischewitz yeah. somewhere in your house, whether yeah. you care for Manischewitz or yeah. not, that's going to be there. Yeah. Because, you know, it, and Hennessy is that yeah. thing in our community. Henn, are you a fan of it? No. Me either. No, yeah. I don't like Remy either.
1: Yeah, I'm not a big cognac guy.
3: Yeah, I'm like, no, yeah, that's not, not for not me. I'm
1: not, a, I'm, I'm not into the yak, as they call it, <laughs> in our community. I'm not a big yak dude. But I love that this, like, I think black people saw, first of
3: all, I, I'm surprised it didn't happen on November 9th. <laughs> but uh, cause, but that would have been when white people were tripping out. And then black people were like, oh, let's just bu- bunker down, because here we go again. right? Because um, since he's been uh, the president, we knew what was coming. It was all the white people that's really been freaking out. Yeah. And, again, I think black people just like, just get some Hennessy. We're just going to bunker down for the next four years see how or however long he's in office and see what happens.
1: I believe I read a similar study with the uh, gun sales or something. Yeah, gun sales. Yeah, I went, think gun sales went up a lot uh, around the same time. Minorities? Yeah. Around okay. like,
3: yeah, Because you know they went up with white people when, when Obama was
1: elected. Yeah. And I think this time it went up amongst black people. You needed black people. I don't <laughs> lie. <laughs>
3: When the shit go down, protect your ass. Because they coming. They coming. And it's, yeah, I mean, I, I have a friend. This is, this might be controversial, but I don't care. I'm going to say it. This is the first time I've ever said it in a public forum. Only in America do Jews think they white.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, and, my God. Oh, my God. And now
3: you're starting to see, Jewish Americans, what white people really think about you. And I've been saying this to my best friend who lives in New York who's Jewish. He's like, I'm white. Yeah, I'm like, you white skinned, but you ain't white.
1: Huh. Well, I kind of get that. I mean, because basically, I mean, I know they are, but they aren't.
3: Jewish people get you a gun too,
1: but but there, <laughs> I, I got into a, a big uh, a big argument with a Jewish acquaintance of mine, or whatever. And I was basically saying what 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 you were saying. He was he was saying taking the opposite. I was saying that that they are white, and he was saying that that they're not. You know, basically, I was saying that a white. I mean, a Jewish guy walking down the street. Well, they white to black people. Most people look at that guy and say a white guy. They don't look at say oh, a Jewish dude. Some people do, but not most people. Right. I don't think the average person knows a Jew from a Gentile. You know, when really? we're talking about white people, yeah, not maybe in in certain places where they're when they've been exposed to the culture more or whatever, or if they look more like Orthodox or something like that. Sure. Obviously, but, but I don't think I don't think a lot of people.
3: But if you're Eastern just, Jew, like Eastern European Jew, there there are. Uh, Physical attributes that that seem to to pop up in Middle Eastern Jews. There's some physical attributes that seem to pop up over and over again, just like there are black people, like the nose and the lips yeah, and the yeah, eyes and stuff true. like that. So I think that like that that. But happens then they also, they,
1: but a lot of times they also could they look similar to a lot of the other people at, you know, no, in absolutely. that region that that they're not Jews at all. Absolutely, you know, they, absolutely. There's a lot of Islamic people that they resemble. Absolutely. But, so I'm just saying though, and then and, and also, uh, if you fill out any kind of form we have in this country, whatever, there's no place on there for Jew well because it's not a race well actually it's it is. I mean it's kind of a race religion it's it's all it's a, basically all of that a culture it's like unique Definitely that way
3: culture yeah but the, I just I, I just I, I really do believe I think that black people don't care much about the Jewishness the same way because again it ends up being like white people be holding us back and if you have if you white you have privilege if you have white skin you still have more privilege than I do I mean we, we talk about poor white trash and blah 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 but they still have privileges we don't have that's just, you know, right. that's just the way it is. Yeah. Um, so in that sense, yeah, they're white. But as far yeah. as, like, the white people, white people, the alt-right, <laughs> the white power people, they're not white.
1: Yeah. Okay. You're a dirty Jew.
3: <laughs> and that's not for me. I love I love me some uh, matzo ball soup. And, I, and, and you can get my lips off some chicken liver, some chopped liver.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, I love chopped liver. Ugh, yeah, you can I'm not Jewish. Some eggs. I'm cool with Jews, but uh, mm, some Kugel. I, 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 you can keep their cuisine. Oh, I I'm love not, Kugel. I'm not really into their. cuisine. My friend Carol
5: Gold. I will take the, the comedy. Kugel.
1: Comedy, there you go. I take their comedy. Comedy,
3: <laughs> the doctors, the, the lawyers. Yeah,
1: I'm yeah, with all, all of that. that, all of that, the bankers. I <laughs> will take all, all of that, but you can keep the, you can keep the cuisine. I'm cool on that.
3: But just, I'm just saying, <laughs> Doctor Lowenstein, get a gun
1: because they're gonna come for you. <laughs> all right. So I don't know. What, okay, so this next story is another local story. The Crenshaw Cowboy. Do you know who that is? Yeah, yeah. I know
3: the Crenshaw Cowboy Yeah,
1: is. anybody who's been in L.A. any length of time knows the Crenshaw Cowboy. I'm, I, don't, I, I guess I'm just kind of uh, not that sentimental. Uh, well, I guess I don't have to guess. I guess I know it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I was reading this story, and it just was kind of mind-boggling to me that everybody is just getting in their feels about this guy. Because uh, he's the underdog. You know the Crenshaw Cowboy. For you guys who are not from the, uh, the L.A. area, is this homeless guy who uh, used to hang out, who uh, used to hang out by the Ten Freeway, uh, Crenshaw and, and the Ten Freeway, and he basically kind of took over that corner over there. And he he all, all the. He's one of these um, sculpt. He, he takes like the the um, trash, trash. Yeah, he's a trash sculptor. Basically, is what he is. He takes trash and he turns it into art. Looks like trash to me, but
3: it's, a, it's, <laughs> it's also love. it's a very busy exit and it's a very, very busy, busy. freeway that you can sometimes be sitting on. You, you will see him. Right, if you are going east or west on in here in L.A.
1: Right, and he's uh, over the years he's encroached upon more and more of this uh, 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 property, taking up more and more real estate with his you know with his collections and whatnot. And people love this guy, whatever, and they the the city like they, they cleaned up they cleaned up the corner. You know, it's we're being gentrified. Parts of LA is being gentrified, and they're cleaning up areas and they're doing things and whatever. And you know, they wrote all these articles and stuff about what a shame it was. He's littering.
3: He is littering.
1: He's littering. That not is not that. his property. If you are so upset about the Crenshaw Cowboy and another thing, just because the motherfucker put on a cowboy hat does not make him a <laughs> cowboy. Okay, he ain't rustled now. Not one single cattle. He ain't rode no horses. Okay, now you feel, and you'll feel so much about Crenshaw Cowboy, whatever, why don't you let him go set up on your front lawn? Yeah, let him decorate your house. Yeah, let him, him, your front lawn, why don't you go ahead and let him set up shop there? I think that's another
3: thing, though. Like, he's become an L.A. fixture. Again, people that don't even know him identify because they see him, they feel like they know him. But I, my thing is like once he started taking over more and more space and started thinking like, oh, this gate because it's basically a fence that yeah. he puts all this stuff up on. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys, you guys have seen the freeway and they got overpasses and they have fences so that people don't jump from them. Right. That's where he's putting his art up and quality fingers. And art. it also is, <laughs> you know, it's a fire hazard as well. Yes. So I understand. I want to be sympathetic. And it's I'm eyesore. Underdog.
1: In my opinion, it's an it's eyesore, eyesore as well. Too. It is an eyesore. It, it I does love not look. Art, but doesn't girls. look like art. It doesn't. You know, it, it 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 looks tacky. It looks like it just it's not. I'm happy they cleaned it up.
3: And the liberal crazies here in L.A. You really want to help him then? Then help him have an art gallery opening. Exactly. There you go. If you really really believe in him and really believe he should have this, you help him get a gallery opening. Right. That's how it's done.
1: And he's been there for years. So if it's if it's so art, if it's so magnificent, whatever. How come he's not? How come he hasn't been discovered? And and you know had a, a gallery opening or anything like that in all these years if, if that the article mentioned that he almost came close at one time to something or whatever but something fell through and and uh, they didn't buy his art or whatever so because the, it really
3: wasn't going to happen it's right somebody said something nice to him exactly i i, I, exactly. I want to get behind the crenshaw cowboy you know i'm i'm a big i love an underdog but no fuck crenshaw not cowboy. this one <laughs> not this one. Plus, honestly, I'm I'm, gonna li- I'm not gonna lie. Just Crenshaw in the name already mi- biases me. I love for those of you that don't live in L. A. or don't know the area, Crenshaw is one of the best and worst streets in America. I mean, it's got everything you want and everything you don't want. Am I right?
1: Yeah. yeah. I, and
3: and always every if I can I could tell you shit goes down every day here somewhere but yeah. shit goes down for me mostly on Crenshaw <laughs> if some shit's going to go down if somebody's going to try to hustle me somebody's going to try to do some shit if I'm going to see something really really whack it's usually on Crenshaw
1: you now, know one time I think it was the time I mentioned that the the, the lady hijacked the bus and was on the outside of it yeah. like Man or whatever <laughs> one of our wack. listeners BTG Who knows the area that we're in or whatever? He hits me up. I don't know if it was on Twitter or something on social media. He hits me up. He's like, "Was that on Crenshaw?" Right. (laughs) Okay. So before I lived here, my ex and
3: I, he, my ex bought a car in San Francisco. So we drove down to L.A. and then we drove the car back to Chicago. Right. So we were we leaving L.A. We're going to Vegas next, and uh, we get on we get the Crenshaw, and I think it's. Pico, maybe there's a gas station that's there, so we can stop for gas. And this dude comes up to me. Clearly, the dude he's hanging out with is on something. And the dude's like, "Yo, yo, man, yo, man, cuz, you know, you got a little something to cha- spare change." I'm like, "No, nope, nope, I sure don't. I just yeah. want to pump this gas and get out of here." Right. And he's like, "Oh, come on, come on, man, come on, come on." And like, and I was like, "And I was like, you need to attend to your friend over there. He looked kind of looking kind of right." Off. He goes, "Oh, that's my cousin. He he got polio. Don't worry about him." I'm oh, like, damn. Polio.
1: This, this is two thousand. Yeah, they cured polio, like hundred <laughs> years is ago. two
3: thousand. And I'm like, no, he he ain't trying to hustle me with no polio <laughs> lie. I know a crackhead when I see one. <laughs> right? I see, no polio victim polio. when I see one. Come on now. <laughs> oh my god! And I'm like, and I and that was that for the year that my ex and I were still together. After that, it was always we. Whenever I had something, I'm like. It really drove me crazy. I go motherfucking Crenshaw.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I'm happy about like like always. I'm not in. You know, I'm going against the grain with with a lot of this stuff. And hey, I you know most black people they think gentrification is this bad evil word. I love it. I like it. I welcome it. And all these people y'all crying about being displaced. I mean, there's a reason for it.
3: I don't know, but, you know, I'm on the fence about that, because, only because gentrification also doesn't mean, again, it's it, the people that are there are getting moved out because they can't afford to be there. Even people who have been there that do take care of their houses, do take care of their properties, you know, if they, can't, they can't afford to live there now because how other people. Does, how
1: does that happen? happen? Like, um, because as, as well,
3: because as the property values go up, the the taxes go up. Um, the, the stores that move in that are uh, more higher end stores versus like the local something something. And it's great to have like more variety. Like I wish you, I wish it was Starbucks in every neighborhood. I guess, but like that dries out any other pe- person that was selling coffee that was there, that's local. And it's just it's I more expensive. D- I just
1: I need I need to know I need to understand how someone who is. Owns their home, living in their home, whatever. How gentrification is well, driving, not every, but not everybody. First of
3: all, not everybody owns homes. I've, I'm okay. a longtime renter, and okay. there, I've been, I have been priced out of neighborhoods that I've lived in okay. because of
1: gentrification. And, and and not to sound harsh or cruel or whatever, but uh, it doesn't affect you, so you don't care. No, no, no. I'm not going to say <laughs> that. But I mean, the thing is, like, just because you have the right to live anywhere doesn't mean that you can afford to live anywhere.
3: But I could and, afford to and, live and, there until gentrification as, happened.
1: Right. Well, gentrification is not like some evil force of nature or whatever. It is the part of a natural life cycle of a community. It's that not a happens. life cycle of
3: community. It's commerce. Sure, sure it is.
1: Okay, commerce. What, okay, com- commerce. Whatever. It's something that happens, and it happens organically. It's not like... Uh, uh, it's not a, a conspiracy. It's not something nefarious. It, it's something that happens organically, and in that you don't process, think developers
3: can be nefarious.
1: And in the process, you know, sometimes things get too expensive, and you have to relocate to someplace the else. It organically. I think that but. people
3: target areas that they like. It's, uh, it's just a, it's it's finance, and it's 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 picking money over people. And they go like, okay, I want to buy cheap and sell high. So they go someplace where it's cheap land, and they end up selling it for more money to people make they make it desirable yeah. for people with money to right they make
1: it desirable exactly yeah, I they make it. it desirable and they fix things up and they build and I don't think there's anything wrong with that and all of that and then
3: I didn't say it was evil I just <laughs> said there, there's there's definitely a negative side I understand why people why why people's red flags go up when they start to see their neighborhoods gentrified yeah. it also takes away sometimes flavor from neighborhoods like Chicago, like yeah, the gay I, I neighborhood in Chicago, the, the the WeHo version of in Chicago is is a once upon a time was a great artist neighborhood. Now it yeah. everything looks the same. It looks like any other neighborhood except it's got pride flags.
1: Yeah, I get that. I get that. That's that is true, and it's it?
3: full of straight people now too. And, it, oh. and the gay people went in there when they when back in the day when it was still lots of discrimination against gay people, and that was their place where they could be accepted, and they made it nice. They. May, you know, and then all of a sudden, people, oh, I want to live where the gays live, and now all of a sudden, the gays can't afford to live there no more. Yeah.
1: I wish I could afford to live in West Hollywood.
3: Well, West Hollywood is also not just the gays too; it's also the also the crazy artists with money. Okay. I mean, go go girls. I were think the gays pretty
1: there. much own that town, run that town.
3: Well, <laughs> they got a big, really, real big say. I mean, but, yeah.
1: But it's a it's a great city. It's like topiary everywhere, and yeah. fairy dust, and. And, and like, <laughs> it is
3: really true. <laughs> he, he's not lying, y'all. He's not lying. It's, it's like they're not my kind know. of gays, though.
1: Oh, really? The bougie, no. bougie gays.
3: I can't. I can't deal. I can't deal. I need. I, I really do need you to be real for you to deal with me. If you, if you, if see, your life him,
1: is. I don't know them like that. If if know, life is ruled I just by. Know what I see. I just know it's all beautiful and clean and pristine. If and, your
3: life is ruled by labels and and. Uh, uh, what everybody else says you must know and do. I'm, I'm not down for that. Mm. The other thing about it is, if I'm really being completely honest, is white men pick the narrative of that. Right now, white men say what is gay. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and West Hollywood is definitely that. And I'm like, no. I, just because you think this artist is the end-all, be-all, and all gay people need to love this artist, I'm like, they're not the kind of artists I listen to. Never yeah. listen to that. Yeah. So what?
1: Stop well, see, telling me that. I wouldn't be hanging out anyway. I wouldn't be into that. I just I'm just talking about it purely as like from a homeowner. Like oh yeah, just it's a beautiful a nice neighborhood. neighborhood. Yes. Just like you can walk around. Yeah, it's safe. You know, gay people don't commit crime. Well, they get but the hate crimes
3: against them. People go there to. Oh yeah, that's true. To seek them out. Oh, yeah. So and and they're vulnerable because there's bars around there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You ever heard of rapper B.O.B.? I
3: love B.O.B. Really? I do. I really do. Because, you know, I'm not a huge hip-hop fan. I love pop yeah. hip-hop.
1: He's pop hip-hop. See, I, I've never heard any of his music. Oh, yeah. You, you, he's,
3: he's really, he's or at really least everywhere. If I have,
1: I I didn't know it was yeah, him. Yeah, it's in
3: commercials and stuff. He, he's, he's everywhere.
1: Well, he's an ignorant fuck. He sure is. <laughs> he
3: sure is. But I do love his music.
1: Well, he, he is starting a campaign, uh, the Flat Earth campaign. And uh, I believe that's... That's how he's become more prominent because of this whole flat Earth thing he jumped on a while ago. And he's been riding that, and he's trying to raise $200,000 to send a satellite or something in space or whatever to prove that the Earth is like a flat CD disc in space. Stay in your lane, Bob. And what, what, what the fuck is up with just rapper B.O.B. B. and Kyrie Irving and all these, like, what what the hell? are How, how do they... I, I, here's the a, earth is flat. Really? Yeah, like... Really?
3: I, I guess the other <laughs> thing about it is... Okay, so B.O.B., B., he's a rapper... He he doesn't really know anything about space, <laughs> right? what's in space, including us. Like these are these are theories that have been proven. We have photographic evidence. We have <laughs> we have a lots of stuff right now. This is not a question, especially with it, everything that's going on in the world. It's like really this is this is this is your come on Don Quixote. This, this is your windmill.
1: This fool. He took a picture with like like kind of on kind of on a cliff or something. With two cities behind him. And he writes, the cities are 16 miles apart. Where's the curve?
3: Oh, my God. I'm like, are you serious right now? Right. 16 miles? Compared to how big the earth is? Like,
1: <laughs> what an idiot. Like, like, oh, my God. He clearly has no idea of the the, the type of, you oh. know... Let me, yeah. Let me ask you this,
3: <laughs> You on a road? You in the flatlands of America? You on, like on, you are on a highway where it's just flat in Kansas, right? How come you can't <laughs> see the next tallest city ahead of you,
1: oh, right? <laughs> Even if
3: exactly. it's five hundred miles away, just flat road, right? Yep,
1: yep. True that. Exactly. Come
3: on, dude. Exactly. Come on. D U D.
1: Answer that. D U D.
3: <laughs> Come on, man! And again, this is this is easy stuff that's out there. I'm a I, I'm a firm. Uh, I'm a doubter. I'm, I never. I was always that kid in school. Like, just because you say it, don't mean it's real, right? Like, like how you know how far the sun is? Whoever measured
1: that, right? right. But
3: now, now you're like, we we have instruments that are pretty accurate. Stuff, you yeah. know, and get the same results. Other people have done the same experiments right. and gotten the same results. We we this one's done, nig. Yeah, this one's done.
1: Yeah, so. I don't know there's some other celebrities that's on that bandwagon too I can't they they escape my mind right now but Kyrie Irving is one of them I was disappointed he's a um a point guard in the right. NBA he used to be with the uh the the Cavaliers he just got traded and uh I think he's with the Boston Celtics now and yeah. <laughs> Oh my god it's, that's just crazy so I don't know but uh Dino's baby mama got uh some new shows
3: who is Dino's baby mama?
1: Oh uh, well, I, I got a couple. Okay, but this one in particular, I'm talking about is my newest baby mama. All right, uh, here, here, I got a little clip, and you.
0: Welcome to Face Value,
4: where it pays to just book box couple. We profile them for dollars. Nothing's off limits. Have you ever had sex in that outfit? Would you have sex for money?
0: Do
3: you practice voodoo? Do you watch gay porn? as
4: two teams compete for a shot at
0: $10,000. This show is where we go all in on judging people. And we have fun with it, because everybody do it. Y'all judging me right now.
1: Do you have any children? I do. Four children. Four? Girl, you look great. How old are they? Eight, 13, 17, and 20. And all the children have the same dad? No, they do not.
0: How many baby daddies do you have? <laughs>
2: two <laughs> two or three.
3: I know these types. She's How many
0: her, baby two daddies two. does she have?
1: I got enough experience with baby mamas. I don't know. I'm going to let
2: y'all take uh, this one. I, I got right. a
0: 18 baby mamas. So <laughs> I'm going with three. <laughs>
1: You're going with three? I'm going with three, man. All right, let's see what the answer is. Three. Ooh.
0: <laughs> Not why judge somebody. Face value. Okay, Me, I'm
3: down Wednesday, with this. September 22. Me too. I'm down with this. Me couple too. couple things. First of all, I didn't know Dion Cole was your baby mama. No, it's
1: my <laughs> Tiffany Haddish. Oh,
3: because okay. <laughs> Dion Cole could be mine. I ain't gonna lie, that nigga's <laughs> fine right there, and he's funny. He's funny. He's
1: funny. I can't comment fine, on the fine dude. part, Tr- but uh, trust, but he's funny. He's fine. <laughs> I'm, a, so, uh, I'm a fan. Yeah. Of his. I like him on Blackish. Uh, yeah. Love him on I that. Like
3: the, I used to like the Dion Cole show. I I, I love or Dion Cole Black Box.
1: Okay, I know. that was a
3: great show. Tiffany but, uh, Haddish, Tiffany L.A. Haddish. I love it. I love her, too.
1: Yeah. So and, she, and, you know, she's coming out with the new show with Tracy Morgan as well. She's playing I the female. Uh, yeah, she's playing the female lead. She's playing his wife.
3: I'm really happy for her success. I've, show, known, so. I've actually known her for a minute. So I'm really, I'm really, really happy for her success. When I used to be a, a, a casting assistant, uh, we used Tiffany quite a bit on our show. She was our go-to black girl. She, right. and, she and Coco Brown, actually. Mm-hmm. So two funny, funny black ladies who are both doing really great right now. So, I'm down for that. That's the kind of show I like. There's another show that's like that, that's on like TV One or something like that. It's people, it's a team of friends that are together and they watch people go out on dates. And then they answer questions about what they think is going to happen next in the date. Will this person kiss them on the cheek?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: I wish I could, I can't grab the name of the show, but that's a show that's like that too. yeah, Yeah. The only thing I don't like about Face Value is that they have celebrity teams. I don't uh, like celebrity teams.
1: Really? Yeah, I
3: like mm-hmm. real people cuz real people and you cuz if you give pe- real people real money, they're going to play.
1: Yeah. Like yeah. if there's
3: no stakes. Yeah. Then, yeah. you know.
1: Yeah. That's oh, true. I'm like we're
3: playing for charity. Right. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, but it's BET and I they probably think yeah. that celebrities will help the the na- the people name recognition like. will help the 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 viewers.
3: People like celebrities, but I guess if yeah. you I would like I would rather have a celebrity on my team, but again, like, it needs to be somebody like one of the things that makes, like, the pyramid work is that you have to have a celebrity that knows, like, right. I want you to win money. If yeah. you got one that, like, oh, I'm just here for publicity, oh, that's the worst. Yeah. You got to have somebody that wants to win.
1: Yes, so I didn't. know. Re- so, so all those people were celebrities? Because I didn't even recognize them. Cause, you know, well, it oh. might
3: be. You know what? Maybe it's, maybe it's a, it was celebrity a celebrity team and captain. Friends. Okay, I right. thought it
1: was a celebrity team captain. What? And then a bunch of. But, I mean, they could be celebrities because I don't keep up with the. There's so many... Well, the one that so had many Cheryl Underwood had like a couple of female comedians that was okay. on there. So that's, maybe that's why I so thought maybe, that. maybe it was. But, they,
3: but those could be her ride-or-die girls, and she's the big celebrity of the yeah. group.
1: Yeah. So speaking of TV shows, we, you know, we're, we're in uh, the fall right now. And fall is is fall is one of my favorite time of year for a lot of reasons. My, my girls, both of their birthdays are in the fall. Uh, Donya's got a birthday coming up next week, next Sunday, uh, actually. Um, um, though the weather... I like fall weather. Yes. As, you know, the summer is, is this, this, you know, heat is, is subsiding. Uh, I love the, the fall weather. Um, all the new shows on television, that's another thing I like about the fall. So uh, even though with modern television, fall is not a big, as big a deal as it used to be. It used to be huge, you know, that mm-hmm. one time a year when all the new shows debuted. Because now you got shows debuting all year round. You know, so it's not, it's still a big deal, but it's not a big deal like it used to be, you know. But, uh, so with this fall, what are the things that you are into or looking forward to, Pip, if any?
3: Uh, You you mean talking about TV specifically? Uh huh. Uh, Well, (sighs) TV's so different now because, like, just when you watch TV and content and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I don't even sometimes even pay attention to shows that are coming back. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm into the New Will and Grace. Okay. Because I just, I went I was in and out with them, but I just think that yeah. they're both sitcoms are kinda the same. You just like the performer and the writing and whatever the gags that they do. Mm-hmm. So I like them. They all old now. They look like they've been off the air for twenty years. <laughs> yeah. I know it's only been like ten, but they look like they've been off the air twenty years, but yeah. they're still funny. So yeah. I was really glad to see that show. I've been I've been mm-hmm. watching a lot of Netflix shows yeah. lately. I've been yeah. really into I've been American Vandal. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my jam that I just got done watching that. Okay. Um I I watch all the documentaries they put up there. I watch the the Deaf Comedy Jam uh, special, stuff like that. Yeah, Yeah, so, uh, like, as far as the other TV stuff, I kind of just catch it when I catch it, actually, can I binge and watch stuff. Like, I'll usually watch two, three episodes of stuff at a time now, Mm -hmm. and I don't don't really, so I, I don't really sit down to watch the fall lineups yeah, the, like I used to. But use I, but when I was a previews. kid, I was the kid that watched the TV show that told you the previews that was coming right, up. Right, I to know right, right. was coming up and like yeah. I remember seeing like, "Oh, Night Rider. I'm going to watch that."
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched the uh the new Will and Grace too. The the first act uh was was a little weak. Right. The way that they, they decided s- to catch s- us reset up. It up. Yeah, yeah and uh, and they also unkilled Stan. Did you realize did you realize yeah. that? Yeah, that's yeah. fine though. Really? Yeah. Not not for me, it's not. I don't like the fact that they brought Stan back to life. (laughs) Like, you killed him, leave him motherfucker dead. Uh, Well, we never saw him, and he was a
3: good foil for Karen to talk about. Especially, again, with, I know they're going to try to use with the whole Trump thing, like, that she's in with these people because he's got money, and he's. Right. Whatever, so right. it makes I,
1: I get it so the first act was weak to me i didn't I did not like the setup at all. I thought it was very weak, very uh juvenile i I just felt like they could do better. I just felt like they could do better and uh because they didn't really get into the story uh, right away no like I said, yeah it was it was a setup, and yeah. it was just and it wasn't done cleverly it was I thought it was cute i didn't I didn't think so it was cute I, I
3: mean it wasn't the so. the strongest thing in the show once they got what? into the actual story of what they were doing and where they were going, I was like oh, this is a Will and grace episode
1: and then I felt like. If if I felt like it was pretty much, especially since they unkilled Stan, it felt like it was exactly the same.
3: Well, I think that's what he's trying to do,
1: right? But yeah, I didn't like. I didn't. I don't need it to be. I don't want it to be exactly the same. Like, like you, I mean, you
3: coming back? Don't you want to see that what you enjoyed about them before?
1: Yes, but give me something else. Give me something different give me something new give me something i don't need to, i mean i could just watch them in reruns that's true and they look but, cuter and see the same thing but i, th- <laughs> I think
3: i think well first off it's only been one episode right yeah so there's that and then i think it's like oh they had to get the fans' trust of like it's the same show that you love is coming back.
1: We it's we, a we different didn't it's tweak di- it. It's different. It's di- there's a difference between being the same show and being exactly the well, same.
3: Well, well, but but I'm saying though, like now that's the first episode, so yeah. let's see where they go after. Now might now they can take more risks that they got everybody back in. You feels, could
1: be right. We'll see. We'll you know, see if but they, I, they will. I, my, but my guess
3: is that's going to be the same exactly show, the but same. it takes place now. Yeah, they're older. Because at first, like, I, one of the. Like, I, I, I love Sean Hayes, Chicago. Mm-hmm. And it, his character, part of what he. Well, I think he got away with what he got because he looked so youthful, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and sweet and just Jack. And, 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 <laughs> and now it's like, ooh, you, he looks like somebody's dad. Or now versus like the young, yeah. fresh Twink. He ain't yeah. that. So I'm like, I wonder how they're going to play that through. Yeah. Or right. maybe they won't. Maybe there's going to be the same, same, same old, same old.
1: Yeah, and and then, but I mean in. there there are plenty of shows that have kids, you know, and the show is still funny. You know what I mean? So I mean, I just I don't know. I just I'm, I'm just, down. I just I I just need some sort of I don't know. It's a little sad to me to see people exactly the same that they were 11 years later and exactly the same. You know, it just. I don't know. But it's, I
3: think the sitcom world works like that. I think one of the reasons why no, Simpsons... No,
1: no, that's what they tell you. That's what they want you to think. That's No, and that's and that's my problem with the networks because they're... Speaking with Lee Daniels, he was in an interview and he was talking about it's time for somebody to... Uh, he's going to kill somebody on the Empire. It's time for somebody to go. Not that the story... Not because that's the direction of... Be, you're talking about this good television. That's his fucking formula. And this is why I don't like him and I don't like people like him because They have their idea and their formulas on how what's good TV, and they want to force everything into that same mode. And everything feels the fucking same. All right, if you let me
3: finish my statement, okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) <laughs> shows like The Simpsons, which is a sitcom. is animated, but it's a sitcom. And yeah, the reason why it, it works is because they stick to their formula. It's a, you tune into The Simpsons to see The Simpsons. You don't see, tune into The Simpsons to see The Simpsons redo. You don't tune into, you don't tune into Family Guy to see The Family Guy redo. And these shows have been on for a long time, I think, because they deliver what the fans want. And you think, like how, do you, how, how come you don't run out of ideas? Well, because part of what they, what they do is talk about contemporary things and through the lens of their show. South Park is the same thing. Mm-hmm. South Park is pretty much the same show it was when it came on in the 90s. But they're, still talk- but they're talking about things that are happening today.
1: Yeah, well, you, you, keep, you just named two cartoons. So they're, they're sitcoms. They're, they're, they're sitcoms, but they're not exactly they're the same. They're sitcoms. sitcoms they're not exactly they're the same. They're a template. But they're not exactly the same. Because so, there's no sitcom. No and people sitcom don't look at them exactly live, the same.
3: There's no live sitcom that has been on that long. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, those. But I'm like. Right. But, but the reason why sitcoms end up going off there oftentimes is because they change. After they run out of stories for their characters, so they change them, and that's when they go off.
1: Right. Well, I mean, that's because. Yeah. And it going off is not a bad thing. They need. It's, no, it's not it's, a bad it's, thing. It's, it's, it's like a life. So I'm and just it, saying. It's birth. It grows, it changes, and then it needs to fucking die at some but point. But I'm just
3: saying the reason why they're doing a show that's, sem- that's like their show they did before is because that's what worked. So they talk about contemporary things using the template they've already established.
1: Mm-hmm. We'll see. And and I'm not, I, don't, I don't disagree that that's why they're doing it. I disagree that that's good television. Um, that's what I disagree with. I disagree that force-feeding me the same fucking thing over and over I'm again. force-feeding
3: you. you got lots yes. of options.
1: Well... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got, I got a lot of options, but uh, okay, now we're getting into the semantics. But uh, yeah, regurgitating the same thing over and over and over again, whatever, because that's your idea of good television is bullshit to me and why network television sucks for the most part.
3: You know what? If The Walking Dead, uh, let me talk about The Walking Dead, all right? If all of a sudden they're like, oh, you know what? Everyone's cured. We're going to switch it up. Now it would be quite a turn in that show, but people would stop watching that show.
1: It would be unexpected. Well, I didn't say any change was, was right. I mean, it, has to be, it has to, still has to be good, but it needs to grow. Like I said, it's, it's like a life. It, it, needs to, it, it births. It needs to grow. And, and by growth, it, it changes. And then it dies. And that's the thing. They want to keep it alive forever and milk it. No, no let the, the motherfucker die and then start all over with something, some new idea. Law & Order is the same show that
3: it was with just different cast members talking about different things but it's a piece time. of shit but it's the reason why it's successful i think because it delivers what people okay want.
1: so are you talking about good television or are we talking about successful television i mean like that's my whole point oh my
3: god it's only good if you say so dino though because that's <laughs> what that's what i'm getting from you
1: no so I'm, if I'm
3: not if a, a okay. show is popular and people like it enjoy it that's good tv for them you don't have to be critically acclaimed uh, I, but I, it is a template they're all templates that's what they teach you in writing school when you learn how to write television, they teach you a template for all of them, and they all have the same template.
1: And yeah, and that's the and that's part of the problem. Well,
3: but that's what it is. And
1: that's part of the problem.
3: Movies uh, are the same. Stage shows are the same. Concerts are the same. Albums are the same. They're templates. Some people tweak it every now and then.
1: We yeah, and, we, and then and then when somebody comes along like a Prince or a Game of Thrones or whatever who de- who deviates from that template, it's you know and it's creative and it's genius. Well, part of the genius is that they didn't follow the same template, right? But there's,
3: but those people are one in a million. It seems I, I don't. I don't think that that. I think the norm is they, the templates, and I think that the other ones are the special ones. I think ones. the
1: norms are. I think the norms are the templates because that, there's a reason
3: why there's only been one wire. The wire. It's the reason why it's a, in a Game of Thrones. These are special about the pantheon of all the other shows that have ever been. They are different. They are something great. I, I'm not going to lie with you. They do. They do break the template, but in their shows, right. they have a template too.
1: Okay, I'm, and I'm not saying a template is a bad thing. I know that there's some sort of there's always some sort of structure and some sort of rules or whatever. But once you know the rules, there's certain rules you can break and you need to break them or whatever. But just. Forcing everything into the same exact template over and over and over again. What the fuck? That's not creativity. It's television. That's manufacturing. <laughs> that's
3: what. I'm sorry, but that's t- that's TV.
1: Well, and you've accepted that, and that's fine yeah, for but you. That's I don't. Why I, like TV. I don't. I don't think that I like that's TV. Good. I don't, have I don't to think. I'm well. Yeah. See, that's that's not me. I'm not. I'm. That's not what I'm here for. I'm not there to be just be just to watch something. With my eyes glazed over or whatever, and just be amused. That's, that's why I like it. That's not why I like it. That's and that's not the TV that I like. So so therein lies our fundamental differences. True that. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's get into Pip's broke ass hacks. Bitch
4: better have my money. Got to have it. Hey, hey, hey.
3: I am Pippa Lily and I am broke as hell. I am always broke. I I am I I I'm, I'm broke like a pencil needs a sharpener. I am just broke. So I have come up with a few things that I hopefully will be helpful to you. Now, when I first approached Dino about this segment, um, my real idea behind this was not just like, "Oh, I'm going to give you like uh little things some of these are great for everybody and some of these are very specific but uh what i really wanted to talk the people i really want to reach are people who like me who are really financially gay? ignorant oh they could be gay <laughs> everybody thinks gay people have money but gay, gay, gay people are some of the poorest people it's true it's true <laughs> statistics will, will 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 back me up on that but the thing about it is like I, I wasn't raised with any kind of money sense at all and i was and and some lessons that uh you would think some people learn their 20s, I didn't learn until my 30s or my 40s. and these are the things I want to share with you. So if I share things some weeks that you're like, "Well, everybody know that, pip, Everybody don't know this." So I'm going to share some things that this week, I think a lot of people know, but maybe everybody doesn't know. And this one is um, a hack that seems really easy. Pay your shit on time. <laughs> Pay, let me say it again. Pay your shit) <laughs> On
4: time
3: okay now I know we all have money sometimes we, balance, we try to work it out where we don't have it at the and it doesn't add up quite right and stuff like that but if you have something that is interest if you don't pay it on time or there is a penalty for not paying on time don't accept that penalty or fee pay that thing first the other things you can work out but pay that thing first because you're just spending more money in the long run yeah, if you if you know you ha- don't have enough money in your account and you write a check right that you can't cover, this also this this is not really about paying on time, but this is like a similar thing about fees. You say you got to pay thirty five dollars now, right, for that. Mm-hmm. So not only did you not have enough to pay for this thing, now you got another mon- more money that you got to pay for, and these things grow and they accumulate, and it will not help you get ahead. So again, if you have something that has interest. Pay that and pay that on time. Don't think like, oh, they I'm just gonna be they only gonna charge me two fifty for it. I'm cool with it. Well, two fifty after two months is five dollars. After ten months, yeah. That's you know, twenty five dollars. You, know, you you it adds up and again if it has interest it just adds up more and more. And I know some people that like have fees and interest where they paying more in fees and interest than the services that they are getting or the money that they borrowed or whatever the case may be. So that is my hack of the week. Again, it seems like a simple thing. But for those of us that don't, no one ever told you before, you will save money if you pay on time. Don't think you can't do it. Make it happen. Make that a priority. The other stuff that doesn't have the interest or the fees on that, figure out how to do that one a little bit later.
1: All right. Cool. So uh, we're running a little short of time because Pip was talking too much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're not going to do the hypothetical this week. We're going to go right into uh, our mail. So our first one comes from Carl Milburn. Shout out to Carl. Uh, he's a buddy of mine. Me and Carl go back long way, long way. But we haven't seen each other in forever. But thanks to social media, we've been uh, reunited and he has a daughter that's close to my daughter's age and he's got a wife. So I'm trying to get us together because we're always looking for couples to hang out, you know, and uh, the fact that they have a daughter that's close to our daughter's age. That's even that's like a bonus. So I'm like trying to do some family time stuff with with Carl and his his wifey and daughter. Uh, Carl says, I love your show. I think you can get paid for real. You address the relevant topics. Uh, thanks a lot Carl thanks uh, Carl really we really really appreciate it and like I think I've said this on the show before, and again, not to minimize the the feedback that we give from strangers uh, it means a lot, but i don 't know why, but for some reason, when a person I know in real life uh, gives us feedback, it just it really i don 't know it, it just it just it's it's special, okay, so I appreciate that um next next feedback comes from Giovanni. Lawyer And Giovanni is sort of like family. He had a, he had a baby with my, uh, with my niece. So, uh, yeah, so he's like family. Okay. And uh, he says, good stuff. I was listening to the most recent one. Had me cracking up. Good topics. Uh, thanks a lot, Giovanni. Call him Gio. And uh, Gio might be on the show at some point because Gio, a, he's a professional boxer. Oh, wow. So look out for that name. Um, I'm not sure what division he's in. I know he's just beginning. But uh, he, you know, hopefully he'll be a big star, and um, hopefully one day he'll come on the this show and tell us all about you know what it's like to be a professional boxer.
3: Cool, Gio, keep it going.
1: So shout out to you, and uh, shout out to Chris Martin. Oh, sorry, Curtis. Curtis Martin. Curtis Martin says, "I listened to last week's, and I am actually at work listening to the latest right now. I like the new crew. It seems like you guys have been together for a minute. Everybody says that, and it feels that way too, right? Yeah." yeah. Uh, the connection seems really genuine It is Shout out to Big B from the In Deep Show Who put me on notice that you, that you were back As soon as I heard that I immediately Looked for the, for the new show Alright so uh, thanks a lot Thanks Curtis Curtis Martin and to Big B uh, of, the, of the In Deep Show For uh, always Being a big supporter of the Shiznick Show And riding with us Oh yeah and uh can't go without uh playing the voicemail we got from uh BTG. This going to take a minute. Because BTG is in case you guys well, I I'm pretty sure I told you on this show whatever. BTG is now a podcaster, right? He's he's a few show episodes in or whatever, but I would say that BTG actually started podcasting a long time ago in the form of feedback on my podcast and and true. all these other shows because This Negro submits, like, two to five, six, eight, ten-minute clips, and all they are is mini-podcasts on his opinions and whatnot. And if you want to be provoked or uh, just pissed off, (laughs) you need to listen to BTG's show. It's called BTG for President. And this dude, basically, I I think I'm going to rename the show his show. Uh I think on our show, we're going to refer to it as... uh, Everything I say is wrong, <laughs> but his motto is "My opinions are better than your facts," right? No. And that's the platform he's running on for president. But BTG is hilarious. He says all kind of stuff to it like worked for Trump to right exactly to piss you off. He's trying to give uh, he's trying to do uh, give away Queen B. In a race, in a race trade. Oh no! Yeah, that's my other baby mama. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. She's one of the best ones we got. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and one of those twins is mine.
3: She's one of the best ones we got, brother.
1: So yeah, so it, that it highly pissed me off when he did that. So anyway, here's here's uh, BTG's mini uh, mini podcast on our podcast.
0: Man, that ain't no freak accident, God damn it! Because I said so. Uh, no, but. I heard y'all talking about the story. It's your boy BTG. Don't forget to vote for me. Man, that was some foul play with that little girl. I don't care what nobody say. I don't Come care on, what K- facts K- y'all K- missed.
3: Oh, that K- was Jinkus. some
0: foul play with that little girl. Uh, whether she was quote unquote drunk or drugged, you not stumbling your way to no goddamn kitchen in no, man, shut that shit up. Come on now. Are we going to get smarter than that? Are we gonna be smarter than these people? You're not gonna stumble. You know how many times I've been drunk. Now I get
1: it. Sound drunk right She's now. Nineteen year old girl.
0: <laughs> all right, that should take nothing away from her. But stumbling all the way to the damn, and they got on the, in the, on in on a lobby camera. Come on, man. It's foul play. Somebody doing some hell of a covering up. They ex, whoever they edit person is over there at that hotel. Them niggas is phenomenal. Hopefully everything can get figured out, though, man. Yeah. That's a sad situation, Are you t- I'm situation. buckling your pants? What does? I'm not even going to lie to you. When I, heard, when I first heard about the story, You're I wasn't even thinking the about little girls or anything like that. It was just something that, you know, just real tragic, you know, real sad. Uh, It stayed with me for a while Longer than, you know, every week We have something to talk about But then the following week, you know, we forget about What happened the previous week (laughs) But I will say this probably Stayed with me for a solid Two and a half weeks, which is a long time In the social media era
5: (laughs) Uh, Hopefully somebody
0: Somebody figure out Something, I don't know, man I don't know, I just feel like in my heart This is not a freak accident Hell no Not even close, but, you know, bless that little girl's soul and bless that family, man. Like, got to send my condolences out to them, man. All right, y'all, it's your boy BTG. Don't forget to vote for me. (laughs) We're going to hell.
1: Both of us. He talking about this real
3: serious thing. This woman has died, and we are just laughing at his ass.
1: <laughs> but you know what was funny to me is like he, in true typical BTG fashion. He ain't offer up not one shred no, of proof or nothing. evidence. It's just what it's just what he Does, thinks. Don't, no, that's, not, that's, that's all that right. matters. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, nah, it, it was foul play because I said so. <laughs> and that way he started it. He should have just ended the, the the feedback right there because everything else he said was just a long winded way of saying because I said so. Right, like how he started. <laughs> uh-huh. But that's my man. I love him, and uh, keep up the good work on your show and. Um, that is about it. Um, was there somebody else I wanted to give a shout-out to? Uh, wow. I feel like I'm forgetting somebody, and I'm sorry if I told you I was going to shout you out this week, and I forgot because I can't, can't remember. I, I have I, a shout-out. Okay, go ahead. I
3: want to give a shout-out to my friend, R.C. Smith. R.C. is uh, recovering. Uh, he's actually going through actually, can- a cancer treatment right now. He oh, listens good. to our show. He's a friend of mine. He's giving me feedback. He actually gave me uh, uh, one of our... Uh, My broke ass hacks about the napkins. Oh, cool! So uh, he he he's going through some things right now. He's got a the the best attitude, like the best attitude. I'm one more worried than he is, but he's he's really good. And and you know what, brother? Hang in there, hang in there,
1: hang in there. Yeah. Thanks a lot, RC, and our our thoughts and prayers uh, go out to you in this time, and uh, wish wish nothing but the best for you. And thanks a lot for supporting us and riding with us. And that goes to all you other people out there. And uh, we will see you guys next week. So for Dejan Monique and Pip-, Pip Lily, I'm Dino Red saying, holla at your boy. Two six one four eight seven eight. This
0: has been the Shiznit.
4: You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.